Welcome to an episode of Find Your Voice, a movement led by yours truly, Aaron Dew, a guy who has overcome crippling anxiety, adversity, and difficulty like so many of you in life, whose main goal now is to help you combat your excuses, take control of your life, write your own story, and most importantly, find your voice. So now, without further ado, I welcome the host of the show himself, Mr. Aaron Dew. What's going on, people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Find Your Voice. My name is Aaron, and as always, I am the host of the show. So today, I'm delighted to be able to bring to you an incredible episode and one that I feel is going to massively, massively help us as we transition into 2020, where we are now hopefully over that food hangover and we're now a little bit more sober with Christmas just gone and we're ready to kickstart and achieve our goals. But just on that note, I sincerely hope you all had an absolutely incredible Christmas. This was for me personally one of the best Christmases I have had. I have had an absolutely roller coaster journey of a year with some incredible highs but also some devastating lows as well so to be able to spend time with my loved ones and, and just have a moment of reflection to see how far not only I have come but those around me as well and just be surrounded by love and people that genuinely want to see the best for you there is nothing better than that and I hope every single one of you listening today also had that experience as well and if not I hope 2020 brings you so much more joy than 2019 did so on that note, I think it's important to obviously introduce Morgan into this show. She is a habits coach, but why I think this episode is really important is because she is not somebody who probably like some of my other guests has it kind of figured out. And obviously we all don't always have everything figured out, but what we do tend to find is that many of us have kind of found our way and found our voice. But for Morgan, there seems to be almost like an important part of a journey now that she's reached and she's kind of finding her voice now as we speak and she's found a bit of a niche and something that she feels not just only confident in but something that's helping her thrive as well as her clients so it's about habits it's about her life and I think her story is going to resonate with many of you because there was a lot of similarities between her story and my story in terms of we both gave up corporate life we both went through a few things where we thought Mm, is this for me or should I be doing this or should I be doing that until we really both kind of found our way i.e our voice so hopefully you enjoy this I again I hope again I just want to quickly take this moment to thank you all this has been an absolutely incredible year for find your voice and I promise to bring you more impactful episodes more knowledge more wisdom and really help you transform your lives in 2020 so we can all go out there and truly find our voice and begin writing our own story so without further ado let's get this interview on the way okay firstly i would like to welcome morgan to today's show of find your voice how are we doing today i'm doing so good day before christmas it is yes yeah. so thank you obviously for taking time out of your day a day before christmas to come on and share your story so that obviously means a lot and hopefully we can get this out next week so people can just be probably recovering from too much turkey and too much alcohol as well to hear something a bit more positive. And you are the habits coach as well. So hopefully we can kickstart 2020 and maybe the last few days of 2019 in a better manner. So uh, I think it's going to be really important to start this show to get everyone used to who you are and for you to maybe give a little bit of your backstory. So if you wouldn't mind, could you maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself and what brings you here today on Find Your Voice? For sure. Um, I understand that find your voice is a lot about uh, kind of figuring out your own path in life. And that's something that has been an interesting road for me. I've taken a lot of different paths. Um, 
I'll even bring it back to high school and just say like, you know, I started out thinking I was going to work a job for, you know, 40 years, right? You're going to go to school and get everything organized and you're going to work this job for 40 years. And I started out, um, I wanted to be a conservation officer. So I went to forestry school, finished that, got to the end, uh, realized that that wasn't really quite what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't love it as much as I thought I was going to love it. And so then I said, okay, well, I can't, I can't find something that I really love. Um, then I'm just going to go do something where I can make a bunch of money and I'll do what I want on my free time. And so I switched from forestry school and I went into engineering, um, started going into engineering, had a job again, all laid out in front of me. The path that I was on was, it was in high demand. So a company that I was doing a summer job for was like, okay, well, we'll pay for you to finish school and you can walk out and you can come work for us. And, you know, had a really nice, beautifully paved road out in front of me. Right. (laughs) And I started thinking to myself, okay, well, dang it. Like this still isn't really what I want. And I started thinking, Morgan, you're climbing a ladder here that you, quite frankly, you don't want to get to the top of. Because I was looking around and thinking, okay, where are you going to be in five years, 10 years, 15 years? Are you happy with that? And the answer really was no. And so that was the point where I really kind of jumped off the beaten path. It was really scary point for me. I had always been like a, a student, like that's really what I knew. So it was a really weird thing to call my parents up and say, hey, I'm dropping out of engineering. I was probably the last person they ever expected to do that. Um, I was super into health and fitness. I ended up wanting to pursue um, that passion. Didn't really know how to do it, but just knew I wanted to go that direction. So I ended up dropping out of engineering, packing up my car, moving down to Memphis, Tennessee um, to intern at a CrossFit gym, which were these guys that I found on YouTube. Didn't even know them. <laughs> Didn't even know them. Okay. They were just they were just living a life that I wanted to live. They were doing podcasts. They were working out. They were traveling around, interviewing all these people. They had this online business. I was like, man, this is the life. So I wanted to learn from them. So I went down there to learn from them. Ironically, when I got to the to the gym to do to start coaching, they actually moved out to California because their podcast was blowing up. So I was like, okay, well, I'm I'm here. I went to hang out with these guys, but they're not there. Um, that's fine. I kind of just knew like in the back of my head that eventually I'd get to hang out with them. Mm -hmm. So did my internship ended up later on getting the chance to go out to California with them, took a job as their social media manager, learned about online business, um, really learned how I could create that for myself. All the while I was taking my nutrition certifications and health coaching certifications and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I pretty much had everything that I needed to build an online business with something that I was passionate about. And then I ended up going back home to Canada. And, and the reality is for three years, um, I got really stuck. I was in my own way. I uh, just couldn't really, for lack of better words, get my crap together. Um, and it wasn't until last October, like 2018, that I really had a wake up call and was like, Morgan, what are you doing with your life here? Like, what are you doing? Why are you not where you want to be? And I really had to get really reflective and serious about like, why I was stuck. and it was a really, honestly, it was a really dark space mm-hmm. for me. Um, and I just moved to a new city and didn't really have any great friends and didn't really have a lot of family there. So it was like me, super stuck by myself, just feeling like the world was going to end, right? Um, but it, it, it was cause for a lot of disappointment. And that disappointment ended up spurring me into what I'm doing now, which is like coaching people on habits. And, you know, when I was in that space, I realized like, you know, the problem here, Morgan, is you're just, you're, you're a collection of shitty habits and it's going to be, it's going to take a lot of energy and momentum to, um, to change these one going to become your new autopilot and your trajectory is going to change from going, trending down to trending up just automatically almost. So 
that's kind of what got me into what I'm doing today, which is running these morning routine challenges and coaching people on their habits and, and really helping people um, create the life and the business that they've imagined that they could create. Okay, that's really interesting. So there's a few similarities there actually between some of the stuff that you're doing and I'm doing. I still have shitty habits, so I haven't managed to master that yet. But hopefully after this episode, I can learn from yourself. But in terms of kind of my trajectory was kind of I was a straight A student at school. And then I went to try and get money to obviously come out and then give me freedom. Never managed to achieve that because I became very, very unhappy very quickly when I realized that money wasn't the thing that drove me basically. Uh, health and fitness again yeah. I've been in health and fitness for the best part of almost nine years now as a personal trainer I love it I love seeing transformations of people not just from a physical aspect but more from like a confidence perspective as well in terms of the way that they see themselves and view themselves so I absolutely love that and I think one of the important things actually that you mentioned was how you recognized that you were in your own way and you you were stuck and then you were yeah. able to move out of that and that's obviously something really really important for the listeners of find your voice because Many of us go through adversity and we go through things in our life and we kind of think like, why is this happening to us? That's normally the first question we kind of say to ourselves, why me or why is this happening? And we have to recognize that actually we still have the capability or the power within us, whether we choose it or not to change that as well. And I suppose that's probably where your habits come in. So if there is somebody now who's maybe stuck in their own ways and they're they're struggling, could you just give maybe a tangible takeaway or something that they could maybe perhaps do to at least recognize that they're in their own way? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, I would say like, for me, it was kind of, it was kind of spurred on by the fall and, and things slowing down at work and, and, and me kind of getting reflective and being like, okay, well, you're really not where you want to be. Like you're, you're off track. Right. So I would say they have to get really honest with themselves. Right. Like really put a microscope to things and say like, it's, it's hard to do this, but you have to put a microscope to it and be like, okay, this is what I want. This is where I am. Like you have to really take a look at this and decide like, if you keep doing what you're doing right now, every day, are you going to get where you want to go? Like if every day looked like today, are you going to end up where you want to, where you want to be? And if the answer is no, it's almost back to that Steve Jobs thing, right? Where he like looked in the mirror. I, I think he had that thing where he like looked in the mirror every day and said, if, you know, if I keep going this way, like, am I, am I happy with this? Right. And if the answer was no too many times in a row, it's like, you need to change something. And it takes courage. It takes insane courage to do that. But like, get honest with yourself. And it, it's hard to get honest with yourself, but you, you kind of have to, because you can just be not really taking an accurate stock of where you are and, and where you're going to end up. Right. And then later it just, it's just super, you know, it, it, you're going to figure it out sooner or later, but you may as well figure it out now. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's a great point. I think we can obviously probably recognize that because we both <laughs> change course of our careers many times, but there's some people who may not ever do that in whatever they're doing, but it does definitely take courage because you have to almost criticize yourself. And actually we have to put the onus on ourselves and say, well, this is actually kind of my fault. And I've been there myself in terms of, I've been doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. You know, like the famous quote says, that's the definition of insanity. And I think for any of us to really move forward, we need to look at where you want to be, look at your actions on a daily basis and see if I just continue to keep doing these actions, will I become that person? And I think what you're trying to say is if you recognize in that moment, you're not going to become that person, you therefore need to change your habits. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so just on that then, so let's look into a habit coach like yourself then. How did you first start that process? Was it a matter of, okay, I'm going to change literally my whole life and tomorrow I'm going to wake up at this time, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z? Or was it a small incremental change? Um, It was definitely not. 
it was, it's so funny to even explain like how much of a shitty headspace that I was in <laughs> just a year and a half ago, which is crazy. I don't know wow. how I got there, but it was not, it was not big things. It was really small things. So when I left California, I had all that stuff to build the business and I had my, my coaching certifications and I knew how to do it. Like I had everything I needed. Right. Um, and when I went back home, I picked up a serving job. So I was waiting tables at night and, and trying to build my business in the day. Right. And I was doing that for way too long. I was literally, I literally had a serving job and was trying to build this nutrition thing for like two or three years. Right. And so last October, it was just at this point where I had let my coaching practice go down to almost zero. Um, there was just, my whole life was a mess. Basically I was getting up super late. I was sleeping in my health habits weren't very good. I wasn't going to the gym. I was eating chocolate bars for breakfast. I was just like, a waste of space, right? And then I was getting myself ready and going into work at like five o'clock at night and living the server life and getting up late and just on repeat, right? On repeat. And so my habits were a hot mess, like a hot mess. And so for me, I started really small with really small things. One of them was, you know, I realized, like you said, you can't keep doing the same things over and over and expecting different results, right? And so I said to myself, Morgan, what you're doing isn't working. So what do you need to change? And one of them was I needed to get clear on what my goal was and why I wanted it. And I needed to review it every single day. Like I'd heard for a long time that you should be reviewing your role every day or you should be visualizing every day or whatever. And I wasn't doing it. And I'm like, well, Morgan, you're not doing this and it's not getting you where you want to go. So you, you got to start doing this. Right. So I just did that. And I started just reviewing it, just going over it, like reading the one sentence and, and why I wanted to, to make that happen every single morning. Right. Um, one of the things I started doing was my energy was super low in the morning. Um, and I just wasn't that motivated and I just didn't really want to get out of bed. And I was kind of like procrastinating and wasn't taking action. And so one of the things was to energize myself, I started drinking 500 milliliters of water in the morning, right. Just to kind of like get myself up. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just slowly layered on like these, these tiny little things. Like one of them was drinking water. One of them was getting my butt outside and just going for a quick 10 minute walk. Mm -hmm. One of them was reviewing my goals. Um, my mindset was brutal. And so one of them I started doing was just writing down five things I was grateful for every morning, right? Like just these tiny little things. And I would start with one and I actually had this, this sheet on my fridge, you know, I think I started with the water, right? And I'd write down like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and it would just have like water and little check boxes and I would check them off. And then I would add on like the gratitude and I would add on the goals and I would add on the stuff until I had this morning routine of like six things that I was doing that I would, I would check them off. I would feel good about it. And I would start the day with a totally different tone. Mm. So no, I did not start with big things. I started with really small things, but things that were going to allow me to build momentum and things that I knew like places or areas in my life that I knew that I was missing the mark. Right. Like my mindset was brutal. So finding something to be grateful for was hugely transformational and changing my mindset, you know, focusing on, on what I wanted versus what I didn't want, like my goals where I was trying to go versus, you know, me being super fearful and worried and anxious and stressed over where my life was heading Yeah. because me being in that state wasn't going to help me attract this situation and the circumstances and the people that would help me go where I wanted to go. So it was like, Hey, how do I change my vibration? How do I change my energy? And gratitude was a fast track for that. So it was really just a collection of really, really tiny habits that I slowly stacked onto each other that got me out of that place. I'm really glad you said that by the way, because 
sometimes it's quite overwhelming because I always ask the question to all of my guests about their routine and the stuff that they do. And I think my listeners, the feedback that I get is, oh my God, this person goes to the gym, they wake up at six o'clock, they drink water, they have all their fruits and veggies, then they meditate for 10, 20 minutes, then they read a book. And it's very overwhelming, especially if you come from a place where we both recognize and we both admit we came from where we didn't have these habits. I've done the same thing as you. I've had chocolate bars for breakfast. I've had that lethargic feeling of waking up and struggling myself. So I'm glad you mentioned it's just small incremental changes. And I, I always try and get people to do like I call them keystone habits. So it's like you'll do one habit that will have a knock-on effect for every single thing that you do. For example, if you work out, like I love working out, but when you work out, you tend to drink more water. You tend to eat a little bit less fast food. You tend to release hormones like endorphins and stuff. So I think if you can just get a habit that kind of has a knock-on effect for a few, that's like a big win. But otherwise, just nice, small, incremental things. So you've had gratitude, your goals and your water. And I think that's that's really, really important. So moving forward now then, are you still doing your online business with the health and fitness stuff? You know, it's interesting. <laughs> I, I'm not really doing any any nutrition coaching or health okay. coaching anymore. I'm, I'm running these morning routine challenges, which were a result of me getting myself out of my own mess. And now I'm starting to coach people who are sort of like beginning stage entrepreneurs who want to to make this stuff happen. So like, I'm, I'm kind of, I guess I'm almost like life coaching them in a sense, but I'm kind of known as like the habits coach. So I'm starting to coach some people on that stuff versus nutrition. And then I'm running these challenges as well. You know, it was a total accident too, because like when I had this wake up call in October, I said to myself, okay, I'm not really sure if I want to do this health coaching and nutrition coaching. I don't know if that's really the long-term thing, but I knew it was, it it was the only thing I knew how to do. And I'm like, this is the next step. You have to do this before you can get to the other, whatever other steps there could be beyond that. And so what I actually created was I created these 21 day challenges and initially they were a way like a lower, a lower priced offer that I had where people could get in there and they could get to know me and see what I was about. And if they liked me, then they could move up to kind of my nutrition coaching. Right. But I started doing these challenges and people loved them. And I, I was like, wow, I really love doing them. And so, yeah, it ended up being, I transitioned totally away from the health coaching and the nutrition coaching and got hundred percent into doing the challenges. And then that spiraled into me being known as the habits girl. And then now I'm coaching people on that stuff too. So it's just totally weird how it all changed, but it did. Mm, that's interesting. But again, I think that's like with anything in life though, sometimes you'll end up doing one thing, not really knowing where it's going to lead you or thinking maybe that's the thing that you were meant to do. Then all of a sudden you're just kind of segue completely. A little bit like this podcast, this is not something, if you ask me 15 months ago, would I ever be doing? Would I be sitting here speaking to someone from the other side of the world about mindset, about how no chance in hell. I mean, I, I was like the shyest person you would ever meet, the most anxious guy in the world. I would just be like, I'm not doing that. But then I had done a few things like I put myself in Toastmasters, which is kind of like a speaking academy where you just yeah, go and I did that too. Yeah. So I, I literally did that just to see if I could do a speech without crapping myself, basically. And uh, <laughs> I managed to do it. And one of the things that actually led me to this podcast was, so I used to fail every time I did Toastmasters. Like I, I would stutter, I would get nervous. I would just freeze and just look at people like, what am I doing here? And then one day I just went back and I said, okay, I'm struggling here. I'm struggling to write a story or kind of tell these people what I want to tell them. What I'm going to do is just tell them a story about my life because that way, worst case scenario, I don't need to look at my phone for notes. I can literally just hopefully remember it. 
And as I did that, I got a very good reception from it because I was just storytelling. Then I was realizing like the power of stories and the power of like your own story. I love this conversation. <laughs> and this is literally where like Find Your Voice came from because I'm like trying to tell everyone, even your story now or anyone's story, like there's power in our stories. There's power in the adversities. There's power in the, in the highs, the lows. And it's like, we need to share them. They're not mundane. And I used to think, who the hell is going to listen to my story? And we're here now, like 90,000 listeners within like a year. And it's like- Good 90,000 listeners, man. It's, it's phenomenal. I mean- I, I'm I'm still confused at why everyone's tuning in, but I think it's because of the well, I'm positive it's because of the guests because the guests are amazing that I bring on to the show. But it's just that process of like the dots, and I think Steve Jobs said this as well. Where yeah, it's like you can't connect the dots going forward, but you have to you know just go forward and trust that when you look back, the dots are going to connect. I think I posted that on my Instagram like last week or so. Right, I love that quote. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So just explain then from the moment you wake up, what is your day to day routine like then? From the moment I wake up, so I always do my morning routine. Usually there's there's some piece of meditation in there, and that that's a piece that I've I've just started to kind of not just started, but like it's getting solidified now. I would say the meditation piece. Um, sometimes it's just meditating that's you know unguided. Sometimes it's like a visualization meditation. That's something I'm experimenting with as well because it really ties into the goals. Uh, but that's a little bit of a newer piece. But I I really stick to the morning routine that I teach people. Right. So the things I always have in there are drinking that 500 milliliters of water, really quick way to get yourself energized. Pretty much every day I go outside for a quick 10 minute walk, um, which is almost also kind of like meditation. You're outside in nature, you're moving. Um, Absolutely. Canadian cold wakes you up a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, so I like, do like a walk and a stretch, a come back in, look at my goals and kind of like what I want and why I want it. And sometimes that's where I tie that visualization piece in. So sometimes I'll do like a visualization meditation so that I can actually feel what it feels like to have that accomplished and like kind of, kind of be that person for 15 minutes um, and then have a healthy breakfast. That's kind of the fifth thing. Something else I preach in my, my morning routine is like when I was really stuck in the beginning, I always used to read at least like 10 pages of an inspirational book or listen to a podcast or something. I'm not doing that as much right now because I'm in a place where I don't feel like I need that. And to be honest, I need to listen to myself more than I feel like I need to listen to other people. Like I'm just kind of in that space. But that's something that I used to do in my morning routine as well. So um, water, gratitude, goals, movement, breakfast and reading were the, were the six things. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. And I just love that last bit about you need to listen to yourself rather than listen to other people, basically. So I think we're in a society where we're consuming a lot more than we're actually creating. And what we end up yeah. doing is just sounding like every single other person in the world. I'm more into the, the mindset at the minute of creating me and my thoughts rather than consuming, because I believe that it's about being authentic, really. And I just find that sometimes online, you're seeing the same kind of instagrams that look exactly like this person's instagram which looks like this person's instagram and i'm like what is the point of this hence find your voice i want everyone to find their own individuality their own voice even though you might have similarities in your story there is something unique about yourself as well so i think if we can all become self-aware of who we are and who we're not and just embrace both both of those i think we'll be in a much much better place moving forward a hundred percent and i think i think that's a lot of the reason why your podcast is having as much success as it's having because you know you you try to get people to be authentic, right? And to be vulnerable and to not like show up and, and be like trying to like fake it till you make it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. you literally, I've, I've listened to a couple of your podcasts and you talk about that and that's, that's in your description and you're just showing up as you, the good, the bad and ugly and encouraging others to do the same. And I think people find that a 
breath and fresh air these days, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And if I may then, just on vulnerability. So you just mentioned that. And one of the things I always like to do, because people listen to this, always have that perception, well, that it's okay for you because now you're doing well, or it's okay for me, for example. But what I'm saying is we've all been through hardship, we've all been through adversity, and we've all had those moments where we've been vulnerable, we struggled. So if you wouldn't mind, could you maybe think of a time where you've been through a period of your life or whether it was one particular circumstance of adversity and just explain that if you wouldn't mind and also how you persevered through that. I almost want to still go back to to even last October for me. Okay. You know, that was just like a really rough time for me in the sense where I just had that wake up call. I realized I didn't have the relationships in my life that I wanted. Um, I, you know, my career was not going the way I wanted, uh, like all this stuff. And, you know, there was a time when I, I wanted to share my story with people, right? Like I, I, I knew that my story had power and I really wanted to share it with people. Um, but I was having a really hard time admitting where I was, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't really want to, to show up on Instagram and and be authentic with where I was, where it's like, Hey, I want to go here, but I'm also still serving. You know what I mean? Like I'm still a waitress. Like I didn't, I didn't really like want to share that story, but I, I ended up doing that anyway. And so just on that, actually the part about you being a waitress, for example, I think that's an important part of yeah. your story. That's part of the person you had to become and the things that you had to do on the side. And I think we're in a society today where people don't show that stuff enough. People want to show the fancy cars and all the highs as opposed to the lows. But what they don't recognize is you're forgetting the whole story. You're just looking at the glory at the end of it. So I think that is yeah. important with you. And I think Again, I'm not sure, obviously, on your business model, but you'd probably translate a lot more and be more relevant to a lot more people who are having to have a side job, who are trying to online business for two to three years and then struggling and thinking, why am I figuring this out? And then all of a sudden you see somebody like yourself who's had similar traits, but then all of a sudden you recognize, okay, I've had to have an assessment of myself here. I've then readjusted my habits and now I'm moving forward and I'm much more productive. I'm much more efficient. I'm now much more closer to achieving my goals. So that for me is your kind of like story in a nutshell in terms of me looking at you and I'd find that a lot more inspiring than you just coming out and saying, I've got it all figured out. Here are my habits. If you follow this X, Y, and Z, you're going to be absolutely fine. Yeah. Yeah. And the reality is, you know what? I don't, I don't think anyone has it all figured out no matter what they tell you. Like I don't have it all figured out right now. Like I don't, I've, I'm a lot closer than I used to be. I'm taking that daily imperfect action. I'm Mm, moving forward. I'm mm. doing the things that scare me. I'm making a lot of progress, but still like I'm not a hundred percent. I'll never be a hundred percent have it all figured out. Right. Absolutely. Well, neither of us will. I mean, we've just had this brief conversation so far and you've seen me mess up my intro for a start. I've messed my words up and I'm like 70 episodes into this podcast. So I always try and tell people like, just do it. Just honestly, just do it. Because if I hadn't started episode one, I'll tell you what, I'd be a lot worse <laughs> coming here now, like 11 months later. So I think we should always just embrace our flaws. Obviously, we want to try and get better in terms of every single day, trying to just improve certain aspects of it. But um, I've just come back from a podcast just prior to this one and a um, bit of a tangent, but he's a boxing instructor. So I used to do a bit of boxing back in the day and he's coached um, Great Britain. So he's coached like people like Anthony Joshua, Amir Khan, like some of the big, big superstars from the UK. So when he initially used to train me about seven, eight years ago, I used to be so anxious and so like scared to like do anything wrong, even though he's the nicest person in the world. Long story short, we had a conversation today where he came on and he shared his vulnerabilities. Now, this is a world-class coach operating at the highest of the highest levels. And he sat there for two hours and he spoke about how he has anxiety attacks, how he still struggles with his mindset, how he still struggles with his breathing on certain times. And that 
for me, looking at him as somebody who are holding high esteem, it, it made it feel like actually there's more people like us who don't have it figured out and who do struggle with our minds and thoughts than there are people who have it all figured out. Because I don't believe them people yeah. exist. I just think they, they do very well at masking it. Exactly. Mm. I agree. Yeah. So kind of a random tangent. Yep. I know like you're you're the podcast host and you're like, you know, kind of directing the flow of the podcast. But you talked about some stuff where it's like about facing fears and just doing it anyway. And like, this is something I'm hugely passionate about. I've got my own coach right now, like a like a mindset coach, a business coach. And she is so good at getting me out of my own way yeah. and it just making me do things. It's crazy. Um, so I wonder if we could talk about that a absolutely. little bit. Like just absolutely. Just feeling fears and doing it anyway. Because it sounds like you're really good at that. And like, obviously, when you started Toastmasters and when you were doing podcasts and like all this kind of stuff. There's two ways I see it. I see courage and I see confidence. And everything that I do is courageous in the fact that I get anxious about the stupidest things. Like before a podcast, I'm the host. I shouldn't feel nervous. Like you're coming onto my show and I'm sitting here like scrambling around, trying to get my words out, trying to make sure I've got notes everywhere. So everything's prepared. But what I do do is I try and be as courageous as possible in what I do. So hence with the Toastmasters, I'm like, okay, that is going to absolutely shit me up, but I have to do it because one of the things I want to do on this show is to show people that Listen, I'm going on this journey with you guys as well. I'm trying to find my voice. I haven't found my voice. I'm still working on it on a daily basis. And I'm thinking if I can just tell you guys how I'm doing, hopefully maybe one day I'll do a speech in front of a thousand people and you can see actually this time in 2019 on December the 24th, Aaron didn't have the confidence. He didn't have the skills. He was unable to do it. So it's kind of like almost documenting my journey, if that makes sense. That's awesome. That's awesome. How about yourself? You know, it's, I've just had so many times in my life where I've done, I've, I've done the courageous thing and it's always the scary thing, but it always feels the absolute best. Like there's so many times in my life where I can think that this has happened, where I've, where I've played big and I've like made huge improvements. And then it's funny because you can see that other times where like, you kind of know that you should do stuff, but you opt to not do it. And you kind of play small a little bit and it never serves you. It never freaking serves you. And like, I can look back at a bunch of different moments, like one of them being dropping out of engineering. Scariest thing to be that person who was always academic, always an A student. And then to call up your parents and be like, yeah, I'm just going to leave this beaten path. Like so scary. And when I did that, it's crazy how that just like catapulted this whole thing for me. And then like, you know, even back last, so back last October, once I you know was doing my morning routine stuff, and I, I came up with this challenge. And then now I was like, okay, how do I get this to people? How do I market this? And I had to start putting myself out there. And the way I was doing that was, was, was with videos, right? So I put out these little content videos, these little pieces, or I, you know, whatever. And I remember I was so scared. I was so scared to put myself out there because I had like this job that I worked at and people knew me as like a server and whatever. And I was like, what are they going to think? when I start talking about gratitude and when I start talking about this stuff and when I'm filming myself or when I'm, you know, what are people going to think when I'm walking down the street and I have this camera in front of me on a selfie stick, you know, <laughs> yeah. looking like a, like a fruitcake walking <laughs> down the street talking to myself. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are people going to think? Right. And I just remember telling myself as a mantra, like feel the fear and do it anyway. And like every time that you feel fear, like fear and excitement are two sides of the exact same coin. Right. And you can choose. You want to view it as fear, fine, but you can also view it as exciting. And just like going bungee jumping and, and, and sitting there on the edge of the bridge and being like, oh my God, I'm so scared, but I'm going to use this as an analogy for business. Right. And I'm going to like breathe into the fear and like even being on these podcasts, like, like I said, I'm working with this, this, this mindset uh, business coach right now. And 
it's just this idea of like, why are you waiting for things? Like, go do it. Like, go make it happen. Like, get out of your own way. Like, take massive imperfect action. Stop trying to be a perfectionist. And so, like, in the last week, I've just been reaching out to people like crazy, being like, all right, have me as a guest on I your podcast. That. I love it. I don't feel like I could be a guest on a podcast. Like, I don't know you. I haven't been on that many podcasts. I'm like, well, what if I screw up my words? What if this? What if that? But it's like, that's where all the growth is. Absolutely. Like, going for it and doing the thing, even though you're not ready. Like, that's the whole game. Like, just keep doing stuff. Even if you're not ready, like, just keep taking the next step. And it's like, it's one of the things I'm most passionate about right now is like something that shows up for, for my clients that I'm coaching is like, you have all these excuses. That's what they are. They're excuses. excuses. You think they're logical and they are logical kind of in your, in your mind, but like, let that go. Like you, you're good enough already. Like you have what it takes. You don't need all these certifications. I'm like the queen of overthinking things and thinking <laughs> I need all the certification and all the proof in my business. Yeah. So I'm just like, drop this proof thing drop it absolutely absolutely. you know like just go do the thing just do it and so <laughs> yeah just take the next step all the time yeah keep taking the next step i love that i, I actually love that ram because i could see your enthusiasm and your passion from it because you've done it at certain times so the reason you're so passionate is because you know when you do something that you're scared of how much better you feel after you've done it because you're like oh my god that wasn't yeah. that bad or i'm so proud of myself that i managed to do that I'm the same for it. So I don't I don't want to be that person who just preaches stuff that they never do. I don't have it figured out every single day. Um, but what I do know is that on those times where I like showcase my fears or I go against something that I'm shitting myself about doing, I feel so, so good after it. And what I want is I want, so good. I want people to have that feeling because I feel when people start to get that feeling, it becomes a bit like a drug. So I think when you were mentioning earlier why I do the hard stuff, I get addicted to that feeling of like, yeah, this sucks now, but in like two hours time, it's going to be amazing. And then what happens is I get opportunities come my way. Then I start thinking positively. Then the gratitude kicks in a bit like yourself. And I finished this year, I'm in um, real estate, so property. And this year has gone so massive since I've upgraded my mindset as per se. And I've really started to put myself out there because I never used to go to network meetings. I never used to want to be around people. Um, not because I don't like people. I just used to get really shy. And you get a lot of people who are extroverts. And I used to feel really, really intimidated. And I thought, I have to get on my own way to get to where I want to get to. Long story short, I am now in a very, very good position moving forward. But that's not enough for me because obviously I have this podcast. I want people listening to this to do the exact same thing. And I can see your passion. I can see that you're doing that moving forward as well. So hopefully people get our rant. Hopefully they can uh, feel something from yeah. what we're trying to say. Well, you said something really cool there too. It's like you get addicted to that feeling. And, and the thing is like you get the more you you do the courageous thing, the better you get at yes. doing the courageous thing, right? Yes. And it becomes more easy. It becomes like, I don't know if you're like rewiring your brain or what you're doing, but it becomes like a new pathway for you where like that's the thing that you always do. And when you can start getting really good at doing the thing that scares you, which is probably where all the growth is because it's new and it's uncertain and it's unknown, you just open up this this whole like you just go to a whole new level really quickly absolutely it's like with any analogy i mean we spoke about the gym earlier in order to in order for your body to grow for example or you to gain muscle or something you have to put it under stress and stress for us is uh, in this instance it's fear and it's that moment of I, I just don't want to be there but if we can put our bodies through that strain just over an extensive period of time we start to get stronger we start to build that muscle and i kind of use that analogy that i've taken from the gym which is something i understand into all walks of life so when i struggled at toastmasters for example i was like 
one day I'll get better because I, I didn't naturally go to the gym and all of a sudden start picking up all this crazy weight. It took a lot of time. It took a lot of dedication, took a lot of soreness, a lot of pain where I was thinking, I don't know if this is worth it, but it is always worth it. So um, you're somebody similar to myself in terms of we want to try and become better people. We want to try and grow and we want to try and face our fears. In this particular moment, right this second, what's your biggest fear? You know, this is a tough one because if I could give you an answer to that question, you know, what would be, I don't know if it's necessarily my biggest fear, but it would be my worst case scenario, but it would be like, how are you going to feel in a year, two years, three years, four years, five years, if you're in the same place, you know, if you knew that you had all this potential and you knew that you didn't use it and you're not where you could have been if you would have just went for it, you know? So maybe it's like a fear of regret, I guess. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's probably something that maybe somebody listening to this could always try and circle back to. So it's easier said in hindsight, i.e. the fear of regret. But in that moment, we kind of look for what's going to make us feel better in the immediate time frame, if that makes sense. Whereas you're not really looking at the bigger picture. But if you can think of something that makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable and just ask yourself very, very quickly in that moment, if I don't do this today, will I think about it again tomorrow or maybe next year? And I think that's a really, really important thing. But what I wanted to do was move into a fun part of the show where I'm going to put you through your paces and ask you a bunch of random questions. Perfect. Great. (laughs) Okay. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. We're going to go in three, two, one. Okay. What is your proudest achievement? Feeling like I've really well established myself in the new place that I've moved to in Kelowna. Um, I moved around a lot, always thinking that that was going to solve my problems. <laughs> and finally, I realized that, nope, Morgan, you're the common denominator here. Uh, moving's not going to solve anything. You're going to stay in this one place and you're going to be consistent. You're going to show up every day and you're going to make it happen. I love that. Your favorite motivational speaker? I don't know if I'd call this person a motivational speaker, but I would say Wayne Dyer is someone that I love to listen to. If you could get the listeners to focus on one thing for 2020, what would it be? I would get them to get really clear on what they want and make a decision and focus on one thing, not 10 things, yeah. one thing. Love it. If you could abolish one thing in the world, what would it be? Probably fear. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite book? I've got to stick with Think and Grow Rich. What are you secretly good at that nobody knows? Some people would know this. I would say like from my past, like from my hometown would know this, but a lot of people who know me now don't know this. Um, but I used to be a professional, uh, like a national level motocross racer. So ah. not many people, that doesn't come up in very many conversations. Wow. That's very interesting. Very interesting. Who is your biggest role model? Honestly, I, I think my business, my, my mindset coach is my biggest role model. Um, oh, love that. What would you like to be remembered for? Being that person who, who went for it. The ability to fly or be invisible. Oh God, fly a hundred percent. Yeah. Money or fame. You know, one of the goals that I set back in October 2018, well, the, the goal that I set that is still my goal was to, to have a net worth of $10 million in 10 years. So I, I would have to go with money for this one. If you could sit with one person, dead or alive, for an hour, who would it be? Uh, you know what? I would. I think I would still go with Wayne Dyer. Brilliant. And finally, would you rather know how you would die or when you would die? Probably how. I don't want to know when. <laughs> it's a bit of a morbid question, isn't it, to kind of finish the fun round of the show. So apologies for that. <laughs> Well, no, it's not. It's not morbid. I don't think it's morbid, but I think the how would be like, okay, cool. I know how I have like a little bit of clarity on that, which not that you really need it, but I I think not knowing when is, Mm. I don't know. I kind of like that. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Okay, brilliant. So just a few more questions I want to ask you then today, Morgan. And the next one's about reflection. So knowing everything that you know now, if you could maybe speak to a younger you, maybe a time where you weren't so confident or you didn't have stuff as figured out as you do today, and you could whisper something in a younger Morgan's ears, what would you say? I would go back probably to the Morgan who had dropped out of engineering, went down to Memphis, Tennessee, was in California, and really started to get all those business skills and 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 had the nutrition coaching certifications. And I would tell that Morgan to just to do exactly what she's doing today and just keep taking the next step. Because when I was in that place, I still had all these uncertainties and, you know, felt like I was lacking the confidence or was telling myself that I was lacking skills or what have you around like coaching people on nutrition. Um, when in reality, fear was just in my way and I was letting that drive the ship. And I literally know that had I just kept going for it in that moment and had I just kept listening to my heart and listening to my intuition and trusting it and having faith and just like continuing to take the next step, I would be in a really great place right now. I would I would tell myself to do that and be more relentless about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. And I just want to acknowledge you for something, actually, because it's one thing um, saying something and one thing like just wishing stuff into the atmosphere. One thing you are doing is taking relentless action as well. And I think people listening to this don't get confused with just simply wishing something in, into existence. We have to take that relentless action. And that initially is going to look imperfect. It's going to look wrong. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fail a hell of a lot of times. But I just um, want to acknowledge you for that because you seem like a real, real goal getter in terms of everything that you're trying to do in terms of literally putting yourself on show now through your videos as well online. And I think we'll both look back. I'll look back at this interview in terms of critiquing myself one day and then you'll probably look back at your videos and we'll just be hopefully in such a better, better place in terms of delivery and everything. And that's not to say our message still doesn't have its significance now as well. And I just want listeners to recognize that, that you've got to start. You have to start and you have to keep going and going and going, not just simply wishing it. So thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And that does actually leave us to the last question. And the last question, as you know, is about legacy. So Morgan, if in 150 years time, science fails to save us all, and all that exists is a book, and this book is about you, and it's about everything that you've done in your life. What I want to know is, what would you write in that book at the back to entice somebody to pick it up? And secondly, what I want to know is, what would the title of that book be? It's funny that you asked this question, because when I, when I moved down to California to go with those guys who had the podcast, um, I remember sitting down with, with uh, I think it was like the, I don't know if he was the CEO or the CFO or the CTO or some CE something, I don't know. Anyways, um, we had this conversation and he was talking about zone of genius. And he was talking about how I could write a book called Just Do It. <laughs> He's like, you might, you might get into some, uh, some sort of legal battle with Nike, but you could probably write a book. I don't know if you can see it. This is my mug and that's my surname. Oh my God. That's actually my surname. That's, so <laughs> yeah, I, I, have, I have the same thing. Um, well, yeah, sorry. It, that's funny. It wouldn't be spelled like that. Yeah, see, it's meant course. to be. Just do it, I think. And you know what? I think it'd just be stories about all the times in my life that I took the courageous option mm. and just did it and, and what happened so that it could show people this was me, this is where I was, this is the fears. When I did this, this happened. And maybe just that would inspire them to take those actions in their life. I love it. I love it. Okay. So are there any questions today that you wish I had asked you or maybe something that you want to leave the listeners with? One thing that I would just want to leave people with is something that was not necessarily a habit that had been really transformational in me getting out of my own way about a year and a half ago is not going it alone. 
Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely love that. Yeah. There's um, there's a brilliant quote actually. I wrote this morning. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together as well. So it's it's just weird that you that. said that because it resonated with me as well. So uh, absolutely love that. And what is the best places that people can connect with you? Best place to follow me, hands down, is Instagram. Uh, so it's the Habits Coach on Instagram. Um, daily motivation there, and just just me trying to help people on there, and just just showing up and being vulnerable and and giving as much as I possibly can. So definitely go follow me on Instagram. Um, if you, by the time this comes out, um, so I'm relaunching my 21 day challenge. If anyone's interested in that and they want to check it out, um, uh, from January 1st to the 10th, I think people will be, it'll, it'll be available for them to, to sign up if they want to. Fantastic. So if they want to create some morning habits, um, they can go to www.21daysofchallenge.com. Mm-hmm. Um, And the other thing too, as well is we talked about goal setting and that's, you know, the free video course and worksheet that I created. If people are really looking to get clear on 2020 and and set a goal and figure out why it motivates them and all that kind of stuff, you can go to www.21daysofchallenge.com slash goal setting and you can get that worksheet and the the video course. and, And that's just a free thing. Fantastic. So there's a lot of stuff there. Obviously, yeah. people can obviously jump into. I'm going to make sure I put all of that in the show notes. I just want to take this moment now just to once again, thank you from the other side of the world. Again, we have Christmas tomorrow and you've taken time out of your day to try and help the listeners of this show with their habits, with moving their life forward and hopefully finding their voice as well. And I want to thank everyone at home as well. Thank you for listening. Amazing. Loved it. And remember, this podcast is absolutely free. So all we ask in return is for you to share this with a friend and drop us a five-star review over on iTunes. Have an awesome day.